welcome. You're listening to A Certain Degree. Hannah and Sue are the guests this episode, talking t-shirts, marketing, and supporting Orlando's businesses, entrepreneurs, social enterprises, and more. It's all happening. This episode is being brought to you by Sound Scrutiny. Think you know what someone meant when they put together your mixtape? You're so wrong. Sound Scrutiny experts will listen to the music you've been given and provide you with an in-depth analysis of the deeper meanings in the songs, in between the songs, under the songs, and other prepositions. Sound Scrutiny. What does your music stand for? Upload your playlists at toacertaindegree.com. And that was They Might Be Giants on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to A Certain Degree. That was a song called Where Do They Make Balloons, which I think is apropos of this morning. I'm trying to use the word apropos more in context now. And uh, because I think I have some people here who I have no idea where the magic comes from. The T-shirts, the pins, the ideas. Sue and Hannah are here. Good morning, Sue and Hannah. Good morning. morning. Thanks for coming in this morning. Thank you for having us. So I'm going to run through just real quick some of the things that you guys are behind. Uh, Obviously, most of the plots and machinations of Orlando, but Go Big Marketing, Go Big Shirts, Orlando Shirts, Yogi Shirts. What am I missing? Hope Tees. Hope Tees. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. There's so many things. But uh, so you've been uh, a staple sort of on the Orlando cultural community for a while now and what i want to do is get to know you guys a little bit better so we're going to play a quick game 20 questions game uh but we're going to change it up a little bit instead of saying yes or no or up or down you're going to have to say heart or soul so heart if you're for something soul if you're not for something because what's better than a heart it's real we kind of know where it is i used to think it was on the left side now i think it's in the middle i'm not really sure actually where it is uh it keeps us alive from what i understand of biology and uh, that I'm not so sure about either. It never breaks and it never attacks, which is what I specifically really love about the heart. A soul, you can sell it, which you can't sell your heart, right? I think you can sell your heart to the right buyer. Okay, well, let, that sounds like a personal thing. Let's go over that in a little bit. More like uh, an organ thing. And zero proof that we have one. So, you know. Some people don't. Yeah, that's or true. Or it's very dark. All right, so uh, heart or soul. Uh, so you ready? Ready. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some are blockbusters. Heart or soul? Soul. Heart. Not so much. I was in the theater yesterday. What'd you go see? Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Oh, nice. No spoilers. How was it? It was really cute. Yeah. I cried. Okay. That's that was not what I was expecting Total from that spoiler. movie. Yeah. Okay. So everybody dies in that one. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, how about you? You don't like the summer, the popcorn movies? Are you more of the Oscar season? I just love being outside, though. The only time I'd watch a movie is sitting on my couch where no one's bothering me, and I get to pick. Uh, okay. Yeah. She's notoriously bad at picking movies. I want to just throw that out there. This is true. And you guys are related, right? So we, yes. it's okay if you guys are talking smack about each other. Oh, totally. We did it all day. <laughs> okay, good. So you guys work together, and you're related. We'll go over all that because it's a... Uh, it's a very interesting sort of thing. I could never do that with my family. I actually had to move an hour away to get away from the family business. Uh, voicemail. How do you feel about voicemail? Heart or soul? Soul sucking. Yeah. Not so much. I hate voicemail. So just leave me a message. You know, email me or text, text me. Text me. Yeah. yeah. Why bother with the uh, with the voicemail? 
Yeah. Well, iPhone 7 now has a trans... It transcribes it your voice. It, yeah, yeah, that's even better. So then right. I really don't have to listen to your voice if I don't want to. <laughs> I get that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good thing I'm on the radio. Uh, colonizing Mars, heart or soul? I'm about it. Heart. You want to go? No, but I think we got to expand as a human race. Do you want to put together a list of people we should send? I'd like there. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. About three billion, I think we need to be, need to go. So we could get rid of this whole global warming thing. Well, and just warm up Mars. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because it could be a little bit warmer there from one understanding. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Uh, How about summer camp? Did you guys do summer camp when you were kids? I loved summer camp. You worked as a summer camp counselor, right, Hannah? I did here at Rollins College, yes. And got fired. I did get fired, yes. Yeah. One of my, the only job I've ever been fired from, by the way. So for political reasons. Yeah, I mean, that. The jury's out on that, but I, I think so. I mean, know? it was a love triangle. I, I One that I did not realize I was aware of is yeah, the worst part. you were involved in. I, that's Those are the worst love triangles. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. Very, I've never been very self-aware, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Sue, how about you? Were you at summer camp as a kid? Well, I grew up in Bithlo, and pretty much we didn't do summer camp. Well, it was Bithlow, so everything right. was like... It, every know, day was summer camp. You were just stomping right. through the woods all the time. Trying exactly. not to get bit by snakes. Yeah. yeah. Trying... Uh, that's The snakes were in the summer camp, and you guys were always just disturbing them. Probably. Yeah. yeah. No, I could see that. Uh, how about... Okay, so you guys have a lot of Instagram feeds. I actually had to ask Hannah which ones you guys uh, typically focus on in terms of social media in general. So Instagram. How do you feel about Instagram? I go back and forth with that one a lot. Um, I think it's, you know, you obviously get the opportunity to choose what you put out there. Mm -hmm. So what's real and what's not is a whole other conversation, but it's been a very important tool in helping us grow our business and it's really helped us connect with a lot of people. So I'm going to go with hard on this one. Agreed. Full disclosure. I don't do Instagram, but I will say I'm mind blown how many people will say, oh, I follow you on Instagram or they purchase something from us just from seeing it on Instagram. Right. And full, full disclosure, Liv is the master of mine behind all of that. She master. does such a good job with it. She really takes the time to curate it and think about it. And I really respect that because I, my own personal Instagram page is just whatever, anything. I yeah. take a picture of my feet. Here it is. I ha- think I have done that. Yeah. There's that like uh, the hashtag about floors. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. There's one that's like, I've got this thing for floors or something like that. And people go around and they take pictures of their feet on cool floor designs. Hmm. So I think I actually posted a picture of my feet before. Yeah. So that's just a fetish thing then. Yeah. I mean, probably. This guy's a genius (laughs) now that I just thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Masking his love of floors for a love of feet. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Well, I think, Hannah, you bring up a good uh, point about Instagram, which is, you know, what I think a lot of people do on a personal level is reflect the life that they want. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, you know, from a business level, you can do a lot of stuff when it comes to the promotion of it. So it's interesting to see that sort of dichotomy. Do you have a preferred social media network that you use? I I actually prefer Instagram over Facebook any day of the week, to be honest. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to interact quite as much. Uh, I just think that I'm trying to explain this the right way. I think Instagram is 
my generation, we like to see pictures more than we like to see text. Mm -hmm. So that probably has something to do with it. But I feel like Instagram is more personal while Facebook has become more of a tool, even more um, as self-promotion. I mean, I have so many people add me every single day, like realtors, wealth management companies. And it's not really personal while I won't post. I'll post things on Instagram that I would never post on Facebook. Oh, makes sense. I think I got real turned off at Facebook during the election because everybody used it as a vehicle to spread hate and be mean and say ugly things. In fact, I remember going on my Facebook page and thinking, I don't know why I'm friends with this person. (laughs) They're really, really hateful. And ever since then, I really dialed back my interaction with Facebook. Yeah. Hopefully that goes away. I still see some of it. But to me, Facebook was supposed to be, hey, let's, you know, connect with people you haven't seen in a while, let's have fun. But it turned into this this mean vehicle and I was like, man, I'm out. All right. Well, let's go to something a little more positive. How do you feel heart or soul zombies? Total heart. Total heart, you yeah, like them? They're cool, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So pop culture wise, yes. What about uh, in real life? Don't ever want to meet one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. probably be scared. Okay, fair enough. Hannah, how about you? I'm probably pretty terrified, so I'm going to go with soul on this one. I, I would think I would kick one's ass, so I'm not afraid. Sue probably could <laughs> yeah, kick totally. his but like, hardcore. Over here, dude. Let's do it. She's she's way tougher than me. Well, and I feel like you have a lot of pent-up anger. Absolutely, so you yeah. just let it out on a 50 zombie. 50 years of rage. Come over here, buddy. <laughs> she could definitely pull a zombie head off. Yeah. Very nice. Okay, how about coffee? Hard. I love coffee. Okay. Yeah. Very good. It's the only thing keeping us going this morning. That's well, sure. my mother's Cuban, so I joke, but when I was eight, we all sat down at a table and they gave us coffee, con leche. It's like what we did. And pretty much that was, that wrote the script for the rest of my life. When you were eight years eight old? Eight years old. Yep. Wow. I don't know how people don't drink coffee every day. I think most do. You'd have to. Yeah. Because once you get on it, you can't really, it's not yeah. easy to get off of it. I tried once. It was a disaster. Oh, gosh. Are you okay? You still sounds like you're kind of smarting from that. Yeah, I've, I've moved on, but I keep my <laughs> coffee close now. Keep your coffee close and your coffee closer. Uh, how about Whole Foods being bought out by uh, Amazon? How do you feel about that one? So, you know, being a lazy millennial, I'm going to go with heart. I can't wait for my, <laughs> for my drone to drop off my groceries at my front door, my Kale. organic produce. Kale being just thrown at you? Yeah, I mean, if... If a drone could give me hot bar food on demand, I think that might possibly be the best thing that's ever happened to me. So you're not leaving the house anymore. I don't see the point. This, okay. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it. So not so much for you, though. I don't know. I like going there because I see all the things I didn't know existed. Right. Yes. Right. It makes my world bigger and my okay. stomach. And your wallet. And other smaller. parts. Yeah. Other parts as well. And your bank account significantly smaller. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Seeking in the gang. Yeah. Interesting. All right. It's it's also cool to see two businesses come together. I'm interested to see together what they will do, what innovation they will bring. So Amazon has a uh, history of buying stuff that is kind of outside of their realm. So they obviously buy software technology companies. They buy some manufacturers, but uh, they also bought the Washington Post. Hmm. And I thought they did, you know, what the Post needed was that support from uh, a patron, for lack of a better term, that would help them, uh, you know, kind of 
sort of uh, live out and get through this whole idea of what is print becoming. Mm. And so that was mm. relatively successful, I think. Uh, you, some people may not agree with some of the stuff the Post uh, posts, if you will. But um, um. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think so. We'll see what happens with Whole Foods. I think the jury's I wish Amazon would buy my business. Hello, Amazon, if you're listening. You got a cool <laughs> t-shirt line. You may not want to do that. They may just go ahead and make their own. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't call attention to yourself. Selling your well, true, yeah. They don't have our brains, though. <laughs> I don't know. True. I think Amazon, Amazon and Whole Foods separately are two of my favorite companies right now. And together, I'm just, I'm mind blown. Okay. Mind blown. All right. It's a good thing you're sitting down. It really so, is. So uh, how about harder sold driverless cars? Ooh, so I, so love, I love driving my car. Oh, so you don't want to just sit back, relax, no, and let it drive you somewhere? I love, I love driving my car. I feel like part of the American dream was founded on driving. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. The freedom to go wherever you want, whenever you want. Exactly. So I feel like driverless cars would prevent you from doing that somehow. I just feel like that would be kind of taking out some of the joy that I get out of my day. I really do love to drive, and I appreciate cars. I know not everybody feels that way, but... I enjoy driving. What I would like to do is put the people who want to spend all their time texting while they're in their cars in a driverless car mm -hmm. so that it makes everyone else's life better. And those of us who actually want to drive our cars still can. Got it. All right. I like it. I don't know how we're going to identify those people and just put them into their own cars. I think but... they would volunteer. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. I would hope so for the safety of this yeah. all. Yeah. So you guys never text and drive. I never, never, ever, ever. It's my Biggest pet peeve on the planet. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Since Jesus is everywhere, I have texted and driven before, but I try hard not to. So it was just that one time. Uh, it's been multiple times, but yeah. I make an effort. I try to only do it at the stoplights when I'm not actually driving. Gotcha. You have a wonderful tell for when you're uh, about to lie. <laughs> What is that? I'm not going to tell you. That would be bad. Uh, how do you guys feel? Uh, so, you know, you do. You have a marketing company here in Orlando. You do a lot of Orlando-based shirts. How did you feel about the Orlando flag uh, being redesigned and maybe what you've seen in the, you know, the design so far? So, first of all, what did you think about the old design and did you think we need a new one? I'm going to be really honest with you. I did not know Orlando had a flag Ditto. until we did the flag redesign. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, but I wasn't aware that that was a thing. Um, my sister, it's a bummer that she's not here because she could talk about this forever. But I think when you ask for something for free, you get what you pay for. Right. So I'll leave it at that. Well, it, it, to me, and, and maybe coming from a marketing standpoint, what you guys think about this is it's it's like a no-win situation, right? Like mm -hmm. if you pay an agency to do it, then you're going to get mocked for how much it costs. So I think if uh, Seminole County recently redid their branding and they called themselves, the agency came up with Orlando North, which I thought was a terrible idea, and they paid money for it. So they got lambasted all over the place for it. And well, so, I'm sorry, go ahead. There's got to be a way to do it where people get compensated and it isn't just one group of people coming up with something. I mean, I'm not the, I'm not the expert by any means. And I know that um, whenever you work with the government, there's transparency and taxing. I get that. But there's got to be a way where someone is a group of people are compensated for a good idea. Mm -hmm. 
and it's not so burdensome to the, the government or the taxpayers that it outrages people. But I don't know what that is, so right. I probably right. shouldn't talk. It's tough. I, I think yeah. it was probably tough for them out of everything. And, and the, actually, the old one uh, that they did in 1980 came out of a contest as well. Mm. So it was kind of, there was some history there of doing it that way. Mm. And the old one, I don't think, represented us at all. I'd seen the Chicago flag. I don't know if you've ever seen that. But they use that on everything. They do T-shirts. They do all sorts of designs with it. And so I was really impressed with that. I got back last year. It was actually this time last year. And I looked at the Orlando flag and I was like, oh, gosh, I can't. you can't use that on anything. It's just terrible. We actually have a shirt coming out shortly that was submitted by a guest artist that is his re- rendition of the flag. And I actually think it's better oh, nice. than the actual flag. I like that. And it's also more humorous. When will that be available? Hopefully this week or next week, depending and, on how busy we are. And on uh, what website should we go Orlando to? Orlando Shirts, OrlandoT-shirt.com. T-E-E yes. shirts.com. Yes. Shirt singular. Shirt. Okay, got it. Yeah, I think shirt wasn't available. It was not. <laughs> <laughs> Google. Yeah, those Googles. Uh, well, I guess my opinion on this is, um, you know, do things with local businesses. So I did an RFP for one of the cities here in Orlando. And they got, you know, everyone came in and you do the dog and pony show. And then they end up, ended up going with an agency who was out of town. Mm-hmm. But they set up a satellite, quote unquote, office. So they could come in and pitch this business. A couple people, I think two work there. And of course they want it because they have more resources than we do. So you can't grow if you don't get the accounts, but you can't get the accounts if you have to compete with people who have way more money than you do. It's not. It would be great if a, a true local business got to support a local com- community. Right. No, what a concept. That. Yeah. Well, and they make the RFP process itself for some of the cities and some of the uh, governmental agencies it's a are full, so arduous. Yeah, you would have to it's have a, a full-time, full-time job just to get your yeah. RFP together and then not to be considered. It's, you know, it's hard. Yeah. All right. We're not going to name the, we're not going to name any names. No, we won't. You know who you are. You do. Government agency. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get back to heart or soul. How about theme parks? You can answer honestly. This soul. is a safe space. Soul. No one's going to hold it against you. This is a tough one for me, but I'm actually going to go with heart because I love feeling like a little kid. And some t- when I, I recently went to Disney to Pandora, the mm-hmm. new Avatar exhibit. Over at Animal yes. Wild Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, yes. Yeah, that's the one. And I hadn't been to Disney in years and years and years and i found myself having a really good time so i I get it so a little bit of escapism a little bit of feeling like a child again that wonder and that enthusiasm i mean it's on a much larger existential level theme parks are kind of they kind of feel soulless and they make me sad but if you're just taking it for what it is they're they're fun okay and for me i appreciate everything that you say but i would I don't like what it's turned Orlando into. I don't like 64 million tourists in my backyard driving down I-4 every day, wreaking havoc. Um, if you could 
transport people from their homes to Disney and Universal, I'd be like, yeah. I'm sure they're working on that right That now. would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't invent a tram from the airport to the theme parks yet. Like, mind blown. That seems simple to me. But what it, the congestion and the amount of chaos that it causes for me, I love that they're here. I just wish they would not be allowed to go past Mall Millennia. <laughs> like build a wall. Part, I'm going to build a wall. Okay. Yeah. You got to keep them on one side. <laughs> so for the most part, they don't come north of Mall Millennia. And that makes for the two Orlandos, right? Let's say you've been here for a while. My whole life. Yeah. And so you've seen it probably But, I, but I've also more. driven in Orlando my whole life. And it, I'm, I'm telling you, there are so many people who have no idea where they're going. And I could be in an accident every day. It's just... It, I go to other cities. It's not like that. It's not like that. All right. And how do you feel about cursive, heart or soul? So it's coming back. It's making a comeback in some schools. Some states are starting to require it again. Heart. I love writing in cursive. I think it's beautiful, (sighs) artistic. Agreed. Heart. I loved learning cursive when I was younger. They don't do that anymore, do they? Uh, so it's that's the thing. It's coming back. So New York State is requiring it again. I don't know where we stand in Florida. Uh, if they're starting to require it again. Oh, it's beautiful. But you still see it, like, the uh, in the classrooms, you see the words or the letters going up around the, uh, uh, I'm doing hand signals, so no one on the radio, on listening can actually understand what I'm doing right now. But the word, you know, the letters that go around Yeah, the they top had them the around, school. like, the, the top of the, like, yeah, yeah like you're pointing to now. paper this crown great. molding, Thank if you, you will. Oh, my gosh, that's mm-hmm. a great way oh, to put you. it. Uh, mm-hmm. You should be on every week. <laughs> You should be on instead of me. Actually. No, 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 no. Thank you. You do a fantastic job. Um, I can never hold a candle. I love cursive. I loved learning how to write cursive. Um, they taught us with erasable pen when I was a kid, and when I got an erasable pen, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. That was the future we were all promised. Yes, yeah. erasable mm-hmm. pen was was it. How do you so. feel about the mechanical pencil? Oh, girl, I love mechanical yeah, pencils. Not bad. I love them so much, and. What will they come up with next? Hopefully an erasable pen, mechanical pencil combination. Com- oh, my gosh. What? Mind blown. You're cray-cray. I know. I know. <laughs> All right. So let's move on. Okay. So that's cursive. Sandwiches. How do you feel about sandwiches? Peanut butter and jelly. Heart. Okay. That's your fave? Heart. I love sandwiches. What's your favorite sandwich? What's your favorite local uh, restaurant sandwich? Pom poms, hands down. I recently moved across the street to pom poms. Okay. And is that going to be a problem? I mean, it's it's been a problem for years now, so okay. it just makes it worse. Like, and it's they don't just have good sandwiches. They have tea. They have grits. They have salads. They have sides. I mean, it's just pom poms is the best. If you haven't eaten there, you need to. Okay, so you obviously have invested heavily in pom poms. Emotionally, yes. Emotionally, yeah. Financially, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. I'm not saying there's any kind of uh, you know backdoor trading sponsored going on by here. Yeah, pom-poms. exactly. I wish exactly. I was sponsored by pom poms. Do you have a local fave? Big fan of Seven Bites. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have a lot of ridiculous sandwiches. Ridiculous. Good for them. Okay, so I'm starving. Let's go on to the next one. Right. Uh, the beach. Heart or soul? Heart. Heart. I don't, Heart. I love going to the beach. In my old job, I used to work for a surf company and I spent way more time at the beach and I don't get to go as much now and that makes me sad, but one day I'll get to go more. Why don't you add beachwear to your uh, line of clothing? Working on it. Beachwear yeah. is difficult. It's, it's a lot of cut and sew, uh, which is like a whole new yeah. arena that we haven't ventured into yet. Yeah. And you can't just do one because if you do cut, 
without so. Yeah, and people want to try that on, and we don't really have a dressing room, so we have a bunch of naked people running around. Might work. Might be something. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Instagram. Yeah, people can keep their nakedness (laughs) to themselves, in my opinion. Very good. All right. So just a word to the wise out there. Everyone keep their nakedness to themselves this morning. All right. If you're getting ready for work right now, cover up. Uh, Tiny houses. How do you feel about tiny houses? So, again, in theory, heart. But really, probably soul. Just, well, you need room for your sandwiches. Well, exactly. I just, I what ha- if it falls over when you're driving down the road on I four? See, I, now I got more traffic. Uh, okay. Well, that's yeah. Good to be paranoid about that sort of thing. I I just feel like part of the American dream is founded on stuff and your accumulation of stuff. So where's where's my stuff going to go in a tiny house? I like how one minute you're the classic millennial and then the next minute you're the baby boomer. I secretly love stuff. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> okay. So it's not secret. Yeah, it's not secret. You just announced <laughs> yeah. it on the radio. <laughs> I love stuff. If so, you saw my closet, you'd understand. I don't want to. No, you don't. No, really. okay. It's disgusting. Right. Uh, cobbler, the dessert, not the person who fixes shoes. Uh, make it. Huge fan. Heart. Yeah. Heart. Heart. Hands down. Yeah. All right. What kind do you make? Apple. And why didn't you bring Blueberry. Any? I would have if I knew that. Yeah. Next time, cobbler for sure. Right. She makes a delicious cobbler. Mm. Mm, very nice. Okay. And uh, cobbler or pie? Pie. Can I have both? Sure. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm doing both. Cobbler with a side of pie. I think we just, we got to yeah. call, we got to call seven bites. And New restaurant. Them. Cob pie. Yeah. Cob pie. All right. So I have some questions from past guests. You'll have to pick one and you'll have to read them and answer them. Which one would you Okay. Like? I'm doing, okay. I'll do the. Okay. So it's the, the bottom there. So if you could read it, Hannah, why don't we start with you? What is essential to the identity of a central Floridian? Oh, that's a good question. It's a good question to ask you guys because of uh, the way you represent Central Florida with your shirts. You know, that is such, I have so many answers to this question. One thing. I feel like if you're from Central Florida, like truly born and raised in Central Florida, you just have a totally different attitude. How so? Like, what is that one thing that makes Central Floridians a little bit different? First of all, I think they love to have a good time. Okay. They're big, fun people. And I just feel like they're a little more relaxed. Like, we love the sun. We like the heat. We're just kind of... So we're flip-flops and shorts. You know what it is? There's a casualness to our culture. Right. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. I like that. So I think a, a casual nature is essential to the identity of a Central Floridian. Okay. And Sue, can you uh, read your question? And an Orlando t-shirt. And an Orlando t-shirt. Nice plug. Mine says, how do you know you're not dreaming? Am I right? And so I'm thinking, I'm not? I like that answer because it's like, I'm not, but it's more like, I'm not? I'm not? (laughs) I'm not? That's perfect. Yeah. All right. Let's leave it at that. Let's play a song. Uh, we're going to play the shout out louds with Paper Moon. Thank you guys so much. And you still have to stick around. Okay. So don't go anywhere. Thank you. And you're listening to uh, a certain degree on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. The shout out louds with Paper Moon on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. And that was for the longest day. We just had the summer solstice. Is that what you call it? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so summer solstice. I feel very uh, spiritual. So what I wanted to do this week, uh, Hannah and Sue are here from Go Big Marketing and Go Big Shirts. And my name is Nick. Did I introduce myself? I think so. I probably should do that more often. I I feel like everybody knows me by now who's listening at this point. You know, the three people who are generally listening. (laughs) Hey, guys. Good to see you. I'll see you at work in a little bit. Um, because they have to, because I'm their boss, so they listen. Nice. So they know what kind of mood I'm going to be in. So if the guests are good, like you guys, they know I'm going to be in a good mood. But they've heard the bad guests. Stuff you think we're know. good guests? I'm, I'm honored. Yeah. Flattered. So far, so good. <laughs> Let me not put you <laughs> up on time. that pedestal Still yet. Time. It's only been 35 minutes. So one of the things I like to do is talk to people about their passions. And then in this case, uh, with you, Hannah, I wanted to, you know, experience it a little bit more. So I tried yoga this week. Oh, yeah. So you do. I mean, so you wear a lot of hats, but one of your one of the things you do on the side, one of the things you just got certified in, you were telling me is yoga. (laughs) I'm too embarrassed to go out to an actual yoga studio and do yoga, though. So, uh, you know, because I've never done it before. So I don't want to necessarily go out there and put myself out there like that. I think that's one of the things that prevents people from maybe going and doing yoga. So I tried it in my house and uh, just did a little Skillshare class online. And it turns out I'm genetically disposed to uh, not being flexible. So I can't do yoga. You know, so many people tell me that. And that's exactly why you need to do yoga. Because yoga isn't about being good good at it. Or if you can touch your toes, it's about opening yourself up to new possibilities. So one day you will be able to touch your toes. And then you'll be able to put your hands straight on the ground, flat. And then you'll be able to do a handstand. So yoga is about getting out of your comfort zone and realizing exactly what it is you're capable of. So how did you get into it? Because I feel like, uh, again, I, I don't know if you had that moment where you were embarrassed to go to the first one or maybe, um, you know, or you're much braver than me, apparently. Well, I started younger and the younger you are just at starting something, the easier it is to get into. True. The older you get, the more set in your ways you become and the more rigid in general you are. Um, But I actually got into yoga because of my mother, Sue. She has always been very active and exercised and took my sister and I to do things and encouraged us to be in sports and, you know, to do exercise in some way, shape or form. And I'm just, you know, I'm also, I'm not a runner. Um, Slightly on the lazy side when it comes to exercise. Mm -hmm. I don't like to do CrossFit. I don't like. Um, you know, so yoga is lazy exercise is what I'm hearing. Well, not necessarily because I found hot yoga and power yoga and there's nothing lazy about that, but it's not, it's not as high impact as a lot of other things that you can mm-hmm. do. Like I, I have really bad knees. So running is not an option for me. And I also don't breathe very well. So that's kind of how I got into yoga because it helps me, it helped me really focus on my breath. Mm-hmm. And it was an exercise where I didn't lose my breath. And um, it was something that my mom and I could do together. So she started really practicing when I was in high school. She started really practicing when I was in high school. And she just encouraged me to go with her. And then I kind of got into it when I was like 16, 17. And I've been doing it for about 10 years now. Wow. Okay. And you're certified. You want to teach a little bit more. You want to do a little bit more. I just got certified through Warrior One in Orlando over on Corinne Drive by Red Light, Red Light. Mm -hmm. And 
I love that studio. I love that group of people. They're fantastic. So if you're ever driving by there this morning and it was like the parking lot was full. Oh yeah. There's a 6am class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I usually go to that class actually. And it's just, if you're looking for a studio to go to that is very welcoming and not intimidating, I would highly recommend warrior one. Now, my one talent I do have is I can juggle. So if we can <laughs> merge juggling and yoga somehow, yoga or yoga. There you go. Anything's yeah. possible. I don't see why not. I okay. mean, I feel like in juggling, you have to be really focused. Have to be focused. A lot of breathing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they go hand in hand. Hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yep. Pardon my pun. No, very nice. Okay, so what's next for you in terms of yoga? Like, let's put it out there, what you want to do next, because if you say it on the radio, you have to do it. It's true. Well, one thing I want to do is I want to hold classes at our shop. So have people come in and, you know, teach them and they have the opportunity to shop just because I already have that space yep. and space is one of the hardest things. And um, you have a line of uh, yoga related t-shirts. Yes, too. I do. I have a line of yoga related t-shirts, yogi tees. And then I, I want to... Um, just like how you introduced your experience to yoga as, oh, I can't do it, or I'm intimidated to go, or I don't want to look stupid. I want to create opportunities for people to connect with yoga and not be scared, I guess. So I want to do yoga-based community events that are open to the public and very casual and informal so that it feels welcoming and inviting so that people at least try it. I think one of the most important things you can do is get out of your comfort zone and do things that make you uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and to really push yourself. So I want to give people an opportunity to do that because once you do it in one area of your life, you'll do it in many areas of your life. And that's how we create real growth and real change on a society basis. So yoga bar hop might work. Yeah, maybe. Because then you drink a little bit, then you go to the yoga studio, you got your, Mm -hmm. you know, your inhibitions are a little bit lowered. Then you go drink again. Yeah. Then you go to another yoga studio. Sounds like a vomit situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Right. You're purging, mm-hmm. right? That's what yeah. yoga is all about. Uh, I I'm mean, not I, don't, sure. I don't think any any yoga teacher wants a student to throw up in their class. But, you know, if but it yeah. gets people to try it, then why not? Boom. Right there. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's switch over to you for a second. Uh, Go Big Marketing yeah. is uh, your company. That's uh, 13, 14 years old. Yeah, I can't believe it. It started out as... Something that um, didn't wake up one day and say, wow, I want to run my own business, but uh, something that gave me an opportunity to do things to help people. I was in sales and it seemed very selfish. And when I had the agency, I was able to help people with their marketing and still um, be able to make a little money to support a family. And then it evolved into my beautiful, amazing children coming into their own and bringing the Orlando Tees, which is really Olivia's idea. She went to school here at Rollins and she said, wow, I don't understand why there's no sense of community. And that's really how Orlando Tees started Mm -hmm. to give every little different neighborhood an identity, which is a beautiful thing because as we said earlier, heart or soul, I want Orlando to be, we all do. We want Orlando to be our home. And that's how, and we get that opportunity, which feels really good. So what I think is interesting because the, you know, you see a lot of millennials kind of thinking about social entrepreneurism and uh, uh, sort of the giving back. So mm-hmm. doing well by doing good and that sort of thing. 
Uh, and you're doing that with your organization as well. You mentioned that that was like, if you were to talk about one thing you were passionate about, that was going to be it as sort of this idea yeah. of giving back. So could you talk a little bit about some of the things? Yeah. Giving back and really connecting with other people. There's incredible, talented, amazing people. And that's one door that this has opened for us. People come in every day and they want to grow their business or their idea or their concept. And we become a conduit for that. So we are able to help people get their message out, either if it's through marketing and advertising or to be able to present their creativity, if it's through a t-shirt or some type of, um, uh, some items that they have that they want to promote. And it's really been a way to connect with people. I think sometimes it feels a little disconnected with, you know, I didn't grow up with a cell phone. So we actually had conversations. I didn't have a computer. So we went out and did things. And now I see that sometimes people feel disconnected. You go to public, you don't know anybody. They're not your neighbors, not your friends. People don't talk to their neighbors. This business has opened up this world for us where we now we know other business owners we know people in the communities people come in and they're like oh we love your shirts and I'm like really that's so cool you know that we have something in common now and we can and when we see a shirt out like we were in uh, um, Home Depot and there's a guy that said okay but first Wally's and I just I laughed this is awesome you know people understand what Wally's is we're a community we're people know each other yay when it's, uh, and uh, Hannah, maybe you could speak to this too, it's different the last 10 years, it feels like. The last 10 to 15 years is really different in terms of community building here in Orlando. 100%. I have born and raised in Orlando. I love this place. And I think that people are really starting to appreciate it so much more. I mean, we have it so good here. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, props to UCF and Rollins and a lot of the colleges here because people come to school or go to school here then they stay here mm-hmm. and they become a part of the community and that's great that's cool i went to ucf i loved it and so many of my friends went out of even orlando for school or out of state for school and i stayed here and i think it was one of the best decisions i've ever made and did a lot of your friends end up coming back are they back in orlando oh or yeah just, so many of them yeah. i it, I always kind of giggle to myself because anytime I hear somebody tell me they're going to move away, I they always come back. They always do. You just kind of when you're when you're here, you forget how good you have it, and then you go somewhere else, and you're like, "Wow, man, Orlando is is really awesome." Yeah. Yeah, I grew up with my dream was to go to Rolland. So when Olivia got to do it, and then she worked here at PRK, I got such a great appreciation for it, and that's how she met Brendan from Bungalower, and they started talking about doing things. It's just, it brought it all together full yeah. circle. Yeah. And I think that's interesting from a, from a college perspective. I think that's one of the biggest things that I had to learn after I was done with college. I ended up uh, graduating from UCF after going to several other institutions before that, but it never occurred to me to try to create that network in college. College was always just about the piece of paper. And so I think that's important to remember in terms of, uh, in terms of the experience, it's also who you know, who you meet, all of those things as well. Yeah, I think I think the the bigger appreciation you have for the connectedness that you have to other people and to things, it, that changes, that opens your world up to yeah. endless possibilities. So I'm really feeling like you guys are super smart. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really excited yeah. about bad business ideas. So I want to pitch something else as well before we get there. 
is there's a job opening out there. And we're all very happy with our jobs. Mm -hmm. But I think the three of us should apply together for this job. Okay. And it's the head of Uber. Uh, because Ooh. Travis, you know, kind of that guy pulled out. Lost his uh, way. He did? He lost his way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He no pun intended. I didn't know that. resigned. He's still part of it. He obviously is a big shareholder. Okay. But he's resigned as CEO because there's a lot of bad things happening over you there. You know, I've, I've heard a lot of very negative things about him recently, but I didn't know he stepped down. Yeah, he did. Interesting. And so they have obviously a leadership gap there. And mm. I think that rather than hire one person, they could hire the three of us. Because I think what we, we bring a lot to the table. First of all, we all have cell phones. Right. We all have no. We how like to, to drive. Phone. We already established that. We have we have driven in cars and we have ridden in cars. True. Mm -hmm. So I mean, both right sides. there, both sides. Uh, I feel like we're very tenacious mm -hmm. uh, because of just mainly you guys, not so much me. We totally lack in that bro culture. So I think that was one of the things that was really bringing them down in terms of the headquarters. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's here. I, I can say for myself that I don't have that. No. And I'm pretty sure that that you both don't. Um, I did delete Uber so I could re-download it. So mm -hmm. that would be fine. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that shows that I care about causes and things like that. Uh, we are creative, mm -hmm. I, I think. Mm -hmm. And uh, we care too much. And we hate that we're always early meetings. It's such a burden. Yeah. I'm trying. So I know Uber listens. So I just want to uh, try to pitch us here. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, I actually think the idea of multiple people playing the role of CEO as opposed to one is much smarter. Yeah. The power of three. Yeah. Because mm. then obviously when we vote on stuff, yeah. there is always going to be a majority. You can't just have two. Checks right. and balances, people. Yeah. Chick yeah. Wait, did you say chicks and balances? Checks and balances. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like that for a band name. If with the three of us also started a band. Chicks and balances. I'm about yeah. it. Well, it would be chicks and balance. I like, oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. good. Perfect. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know the uh, the triangle. That's going to be my instrument. Oh, can't decide between the guitar or the drums. Mm, nice. I'll do whatever you choose. Okay, okay. Not. And Hannah, you're singing, by the way. Oof. Yeah. I'm sorry to anyone who has to hear me sing. Yeah, this is going to be good. And we're going to sing about apparel for the most part. Oh, I nice. Love that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if Britney Spears can do it, so can I. Yeah. <laughs> or Uber or, you know, what yeah. we're doing at Uber. Maybe we could mm -hmm. sing while we're driving. We could be the musical band. Somebody's doing that, CEOs. though. I like that. I like that. All right. So let's play a song and then we're going to come back with some uh, bad business ideas. So that's nice. just to get you prepped. That whole Uber thing was just to get you I like it. prepped for that. Uh, Hannah and Sue are here from Go Big Marketing. My name is Nick. You're listening to A Certain Degree on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. Tegan and Sarah, I believe they're related, with Don't Rush. And before the break, we heard from the Paper Moons with Lungs. Which I think is really interesting because earlier we heard from the Shout Out Louds with Paper Moon. So Shout Out Louds, Paper Moon, Paper Moon's Lungs. I like to do that sometimes. Uh, you're listening to a certain degree. My name is Nick. I'm here with Sue and Hannah from Go Big Marketing and et cetera. Can we just say that? So we'll it's go over yeah. all of the URLs to go to. But if you go to uh, gobigmarketing.com, you will find for the most part the Orlando t-shirts, I uh, really go big tees. Go big tees. The website okay. for all the shirts. Oh, stuff. thank you. And then Orlando T-shirt.com is the website for all the Orlando shirts. Got We've got it. a lot of domains going on. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll go over all of those and I'll put them up on the website and all of that as well. All right, very good. Now, obviously, successful businesswomen are in the uh, studio. 
Well, you, you too. Well, okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah, Arguably, but thank you. Yes. So, <laughs> guess what, guys? Since there's two of you, I have three bad business ideas for you. What? Excellent. So, I'm going to set three questionably delicious meals in front of you. Okay. Uh, some of them may be immoral. Some of them may be impossible from a technology perspective. Some of them illegal. Ooh. Uh, I like two and three. Maybe. I mean, one and three. Okay. We'll see what happens. So you have to choose one. Okay. Or you can each choose one. Okay. So you could do this together as you do a lot of your business uh, ventures together, uh, mother and daughter. Uh, or you could do them separately. We can finally kick Hannah out of the nest. <laughs> <laughs> so you or may choose to not. be or not. rebel. Okay. Hannah and Liv, uh, or Hannah and Sue. May I call you Hannah and Sue? Yes, please. Okay. They great. call me Sue. Great. Fashion. It's the one thing that makes us all equal. In the sense that we know who is better than everybody else because of what they're wearing. Right. In that sense, equality. What's another thing that makes us equal? Any ideas? Style. Style. Money. Money. Global warming. Oh, yeah, definitely. In the sense that it's something that we can profit from. So fashion <laughs> and climate change. I bet you can guess where I'm going with this. I have a feeling. Okay, clothes. Designed specifically for the changing environment. Okay. Let's say you live in Phoenix right now. Planes can't take off. It's 140 degrees in your parked car. You're passing out. It's gross. Been there. What could you possibly wear to make things better? Nothing. Oh. Clothes that make you feel cool. That's right. Ice pants. Alternately, nice. we can make jumpsuits out of oven mitt material, but ice pants sound pretty amazing. Mm. So it's a regular pair of pants. Just lined with a space-age polymer that we either have to invent or go to NASA and get uh, that stays cold all day. Throw it in the freezer each night, ready to go in the morning for the weekends. Ice pants get an upgrade where you mix them with mood pants so you can see where the heat is. If you get my, mm -hmm. you get my drift, mm. you, get, you pick mm. up what I'm putting down? Yep. Yep. Uh, so ice pants stay cool even with the shrinkage is the tagline. <laughs> Or alternately, if that's a little too racy for you, climate like ch it. climate change, more like climate chic. Nice. I'm about this idea. So that's idea number. Listen, especially in Orlando, okay. there's more. Okay. I've actually, Liv and I have discussed creating clothing, one piece of clothing that could withstand multiple climates. So I feel like this this is. Kind of like so that you could, idea. what you're saying. You could throw some heat in there if you're cold. Yeah, I mean, like if you're in yeah. Alaska, I mean, ice pants. I feel like you could flip a switch and then they could be hot pants. Hot pants, but yeah. I think they are. I like hot those. pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a I have a collection of them. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, uh, okay. Idea number two. What's the mm -hmm. biggest problem with smartphones? They're not very They're not smart. always charged. Right. The ability to get directions anywhere you want. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. They're dumb. The problem is. You get directions to where you want, not where you need to go. Mm, yes. I can get directions to get a boba, maybe visit a local record store. Maybe I'm uh, wanting a sandwich at Pom Poms. These are they're places I should go to first, mm -hmm. you know, like run errands and drop off some recycling. I should probably go to work first yep. before I go to any of these places. So I had a thought on this. What if you went in the car and you put in your destination? It requires you. The app requires you to put in your destination. Then on the way, it shows you all the places you should be going. Hmm. Hmm. So I want to go to the ice cream shop, left turn here, merge there, and suddenly I'm at the library. Hmm. 
I put in the donut shop. Obviously, I eat a lot. Right, right, left, right. And I'm at the food bank to volunteer. Or maybe I'm at the gym. Or maybe I'm oh, at a yoga so class. So it kind of redirects your life to a better direction. Yeah. And eventually, you get to the donut shop. Gotcha. You just got to stop there first and do the thing you're supposed to be doing that's probably better for you, the hmm. environment, the community, and everything else. So, so it's a freaking great life idea. coaching. Yeah. 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 Okay. The name okay. of the company is MapBest. Oh, okay. Be your best self. Okay. And as an added bonus, we can create a version for your computer browser. So same idea. You want to go to Amazon or you want to go to people.com and read the latest gossip. But first, it's going to send you to check your account balance. Mm. And then you're going to listen to an NPR podcast. (laughs) And then you're going to take an online class about pickling your own foods or something along those lines. Okay. So... If you were thinking about doing something bad for you, like, I don't know, going to a bar at 8 a.m. instead of work, would it, you're saying it could redirect you? It's going to redirect you to go to a yoga class oh. first or potentially work. I, need, I know some people who need that right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, Matt Best, you've reached your destination. Yeah. Got to work on the tagline, okay. but something along those lines. So okay. far, I don't think either I, of these are bad. I need cold, I need cold pants, pants and, and someone to tell me what Better to do, where to go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear number three. All right. Number three. What's the half-life on a greeting card? How long before you can throw it out? Oh, Depends question. on who it's from. I have some from for my whole life, and then I have some I look and toss, so... You look into it, it has to be who it's from. Okay. Yeah. And how much meaning is in the card? Like my boyfriend, he's British and so is his family. And they're the funniest card givers because my mother and I are, and me and my family, when we write cards, we like write novels about how much we love each other and how like make how them really mean meaningful. Me. Yeah. And like British people, they like, you know, they, they there's like the two lines in the card and then they're like, um, I love you XXX, which is kisses and then their name. And I'm just like, why, why did you waste the paper to write one line of text in here? Mm. And that's the, that's the issue that I have with it. So I receive approximately 437 greeting cards every year. So there's father's day duck hunting season. Thank you for the lovely headdress. Thank you for the thoughtful Heimlich maneuver. Mm-hmm. Mm. Thank you for the thank you cards. Will it ever end? Mm-hmm. Oh God. No, I'm asking. Will it ever? Well, end? here's what you do. Okay. So you should have a designated day once a year yeah. to purge. Well, and it's funny you mentioned the word purge because Mail Purge is the name of our new company. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. So this new organization, we're going to offer greeting cards that self-destruct automatically. <gasps> See, yeah. So Great idea. every potential scenario that you have out there, graduation and birthdays, mm-hmm. some clever, some pulling on the heartstring, but again... After a set number of days, boom, it's gone. Right. You don't have to worry about keeping it forever. You don't have to worry about the guilt of throwing it away. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm Greek, so there's a lot of things that are guilt-related for yeah, me yeah, yeah. and guilt-ridden for me. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, there's all, you know, the technology doesn't exist, so you'd have to invent it if this was the company that you, uh, uh, well, that you wanted. Unless but off Harry, the top of your head. Yeah, unless yeah. Harry Potter started the company. That's true. In which case, it's magic. That makes your car destroy. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Uh-huh. So, what are some of the benefits uh, to potentially this uh, this organization? This well, organization? less waste. Less well, waste. what if you break up or divorce and you have these "I love you forever" cards? Now right. you have a way to like maybe you could just like push a button and oh, remote control self destruct. I like that. 
I It'd like be that. even better if it blew up in a flame, just like the and relationship. So a vengeance sort of situation. Yeah. You can send somebody a card and then it blows up and yeah. burns down their house. Or, like or let's say you break up and you and you don't want to have to read how much they love you forever because obviously they didn't. But you could just like do something and they... See, I'm, I like I, I'm still thinking Harry Potter where it's like the card flies into your life and it magically reads the greeting and sparkle letters above the card. And you're like, oh, that was such a beautiful moment. And then it bursts into flames that don't actually fall on anything. They just disintegrate into the air. I like that, too. So it's a uh, it's Snapchat on paper. Exactly. Basically is what it comes that down works. to. Yeah. Just think all the trees we take. I like the vengeance aspect of it as well. <laughs> I also like it for confessions. Like, oh, I'm going to yeah. confess to this, but then it's going to explode. Yeah. So you can't really prove that it was there. It's like I accidentally ran over your cat. Yeah, well, I, I always Did you run over my cat. <laughs> no, but oh, I'm just okay. thinking of like a scenario Ugh. like where well, you don't want to say it in person and oh, a card is. Listen, life rule 101, never, ever, ever put anything in writing. So that could solve this problem. Right. Right. Okay, so I did have some ideas on some other, like, thank you or some circumstances for which we could create cards that haven't been created yet. Okay, okay. So uh, you're really good at laundry. Mm. Nice mm -hmm. job on the laundry. Uh, hmm. Your desk candy bowl is great. Yes. You, give, you have some really good candy in the bowl. Very generous, or, too. Yeah. Uh, ear hair conscientiousness. Mm. That's something important to me, obviously. And uh, nose. Yes. Uh, yeah. What are you saying? I'm I'm just saying with gentlemen in particular. Do I need to? I'll be right back. No, you're, you're good. good. You're okay. good. You're yeah, good. you're good. Uh, <laughs> lifting ability, so you can lift things. Mm. That's great. You should get a card for that that explodes. Mm -hmm. mm. And then uh, Uno strategy. I think that I would send a lot of those. Mm. I think yeah. you're you're excellent at Uno. You deserve a card. Wow. That explodes and I thought, after three I days. I thought Uno was all chance. Yeah. I just thought of one. Thanks for always emptying the dishwasher. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Picking up your dog's poop. Yeah. Uh, for neighbors. I, I yeah. Feel like, I, honestly, nice. I feel like a dog should send us a card thanking us for picking up their True. poop. True. My dog needs to get on it. Dog cards. I like this. Mm -hmm. Canine cards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're going to work on that. It's like, what, a, what are you really thinking, animal? So Tell me in a card. I'm thinking, Hannah, I got to be honest with you. You're really taking to this idea. I don't know. I like all of them, to be honest with you. So this is really tough for me. If we okay. could put the ice pants on while getting the cards and um, what was the second one? I don't know. I just completely the map, forgot about it. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and re-navigate okay. my life. You have I'm to down. choose one. Ice pants, map best, mail purge. Are you guys going to choose together? Are you can do this as a team, like some of your other stuff? I, it's always B. So gonna, the answer is always B. Best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Map best. So we're going to lead you to where you need to go. Just think how that could change the go. world. I have two thoughts on map best. I love the idea in theory. I think it's excellent. But at what point is it just like when your parents are telling you what you should do, but you don't listen to them, even though you know they're right? Yeah, but everybody. So like, would you uninstall map best off your phone? Because you're just like, you know, I'm map best. I'm tired of you judging me. Like, So we'll make it once you install it. You can't install you it. You can't uninstall. Okay. Yeah, but some people need map best hand. They, no, they do. They do. But I'm also like, or thinking, maybe you can install it on somebody else's phone. You could like vote them. to install it, oh, and the then only you guys mm. can uninstall mm. it. That's a good idea. I like that one. Yeah. But ice pants is also really calling to but me. But will ice pants change the world? Map best will change the world. It's a no brainer. Oh God. Um, it's a no brainer. Sorry. But if you were more comfortable in the heat, you might be able to change the world. 
Yeah. But you could just go somewhere where it's warm because your map best would get you there. It knows you better than you know yourself. Okay, there's some weird AI stuff going on yeah. in your head, I think. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm also going to choose with map best. I'm going to go with B as well. Okay, mm-hmm. so we've got map best. So Converter. Yeah. Offline, by being on the show, obviously you've signed a contract that says that you're going to do this. So okay, we'll talk cool. a little bit offline about ownership. Uh, so mm-hmm. obviously I retain the rights to it. <laughs> okay. Most get, of the ownership, but you do all the work. We'll, put okay. a, we'll make a Sounds t-shirt. Sounds like a true startup. Sounds like a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> t-shirt idea. Like <laughs> I like that as your tagline. <laughs> Sounds like a t-shirt. I say that all day long. <laughs> Every time I see something, I'm like, oh my God, that should be on a shirt. Yeah. Very nice. We'll talk a little bit more about that uh, coming up. Let's listen to some Andrew Dost right now. Thank you again for uh, bad business ideas and helping me flourish with those, you know, sort of put the compost together and plant the seeds. Uh, That was a terrible analogy. This is Sailing Song on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. It's the slowest fading song. Still going. Good morning. My name is Nick. You're listening to a certain degree on WPRK Winter Park, Florida. That was my morning jacket with moving away. And before that, we heard from Andrew Dost with the sailing song. And I'm back on the air. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? I I didn't know that wasn't a very good prompt. I'm back with Hannah and Sue. Good morning again, guys. Good morning. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about music. So I wanted to ask you guys. Uh, how you usually interface with music, what's your favorite, what would you say your favorite uh, musician is? You kind of, Hannah, you kind of avoided this question when I asked you this beforehand. <laughs> you answered for somebody else, but you did not answer yourself. I have a very wide range of musical tastes. I think that being able to create music is amazing and it's not really how my brain works. So I like a little bit of everything. Obviously, I feel like being a girl, I'm into like chick rock, you know? Mm-hmm. So she likes rap music. Don't let her fool you. I get I in her like, car I and like she knows music, every song yeah. for every rap song. Um, well, they say that your body has a certain rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. And so that's the type of music that you're attracted to. So I like like a lot of like bass, I guess, but not like... Uh, EDM. I'm not into EDM. So you're very bass infused. Yeah. 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 Okay. I do. I vary on bass infused music. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. Very good. How about you, Sue? I've always loved alternative music. Yeah. Love it. So, rock action. Yeah. I mean, I listen to Sirius XM. That was easy for me to say. Um, and XMU a lot. But I love the older alt music, Beck. Yeah. Um, Smashing Pumpkins, Radiohead, love it. I know every single word to um, Loser from Bag. That's my claim to fame. Yeah. She really raised us on that kind of music. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. So mm-hmm. you had a little bit of uh, everything and not necessarily what was just being played on the radio. Yeah. If a Sting song or the Police song comes on, I usually know about all the words to yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Nice. And who is who does the Dream Police? The Dream Police. In my head. Do you know Dream Police? I thought that was a band. It is. No. Okay. Are they? I don't know. That's the one song they have. The Dream Police. I'm going to think of it. But yeah. Yeah. So how do you generally uh, interact with music now? Like when you're working, when you're driving, mm-hmm. when do you listen to music and what are you listening to? Well, if we're very lucky, 
Olivia, who is a music genius, in my opinion. She finds the, like I was saying, telling you earlier, the coolest music. And we have a, a podcast or a speaker in our office. I don't know how it happens, but she makes great music Bluetooth. come out of there. <laughs> Bluetooth is how it happens. Bluetooth. So it is like magic. <gasps> it is like magic. It is essentially magic. And I can't be in my car without listening to music. It's a beautiful distraction. From from driving? Uh, well, well, you know, all the other people on the road. Okay, And good. what they don't do right if I was in their car driving. You know what I mean? It sounds like there might be a little bit of anger in your car. So no, I'm glad there's just some music a little, playing. Maybe a little no, control. some anger in her Whatever. car. Whatever. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> um, I think that I like different types of music based on what I'm doing. So if, especially if I like need to pump myself up and I need to like get energized, I listen to something like rap, like really bass heavy. But... If I'm like around my house cleaning, I listen to things that are like a little lighter. Um, I really like, I love Spotify because they make amazing playlists for me and it really takes all of the guesswork out of it. Mm -hmm. So I just put in an artist that I like, like I've been on a yay sayer kick lately. So now every morning it makes a new playlist for me with artists similar to yay sayer. So, and then I like to listen to music while I'm cleaning, while I'm cooking, definitely while I'm doing yoga. Like they have... One thing about Spotify is they have like yoga based channels based on different type of yogas that you're trying to do. Yeah. So what's a type of music that you listen to? Obviously something without lyrics, I would imagine. Um, yeah, it just depends on the teacher. Everybody does something a little different. Um, I prefer to try to stay away from words when I'm doing yoga because sometimes things can be really triggering. So a lot of like instrumental stuff. There's a lot of more like um, alternative pop that's more about the beat than it is about mm -hmm. words. So there's like maybe two or three words that they keep repeating. And I like that. Um, you have a lot of your like chant stuff, a lot of things that sound like yoga ish if you listen to it, but I like nature sounds a lot too. Like Spotify has a really good nature sound selection. So rather than go out and be in nature, you could just listen to it. I can pretend I'm in nature. Yeah, I like I love mm -hmm. everything about that. Yeah, no mosquitoes. Yeah. As long as it doesn't get too encompassing, where you start hearing like something prowling in the background uh, and yeah, maybe no. coming after you. Just the waterfalls are lovely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, that's that. No, I need way more stimulation than that. I like to feel calm, so yeah, that helps. So one thing, uh, so moving over to the apparel side of things with mm -hmm. Go Big Tees, uh, you know, one thing that's interesting to me is that a lot of apparel companies will get into uh, doing like stuff for musicians and things like that mm -hmm. uh, for concerts, for uh, music artists. And you might do that stuff. Uh, but what I've really noticed is the Orlando Tees that you guys do. Mm -hmm. So not only the partnership with Bungalower, but obviously the partnerships that you have with other organizations like uh, Borough Press, and we had Ryan Rivas on mm -hmm. uh, a couple, about a month ago. Uh, Lindsay Thompson uh, from Lemonhearted, and we had her on a few months ago. I think it was right as the shirts were coming out, mm -hmm. and she was super psyched about them. So how do you choose the partners, and how does that come up when you're looking at different organizations like that? Um, well, we try to choose... We try to choose partners uh, with people that we see doing awesome stuff here in Orlando and people that we appreciate their message and their mentality and their vibe that they give out. So doing stuff with Borough Press is great. Love to read. Always have loved to read. 
And it's it's really cool to see an organization bringing back the written word. So partnering with them has always been great. Um, Lindsay, she's just, she's awesome. Everything about her is awesome. She's hilarious. She's real. She's genuine. She knows good food. Um, She's a great attitude. So really, we just like partnering with people who we think are doing cool stuff. And what's the uh, what's the end goal and all that? Is it to keep building up uh, sort of that store and to make, you know, other partnerships come up or how does that like what's your long term plan? there? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think our long term plan is just to have a platform for artists who really care about Orlando or people who are creative, who really care about Orlando to um, have a platform to um, I don't want to say self-promote, but to spread their word and, um, you know, get out there a little bit more because we have all the infrastructure in place to do that. And it's costly and confusing and time effective to set up something like that. So just give, uh, artists an opportunity to show their stuff and have people wear it. And, and also to give people in Orlando the opportunity to wear their identity in their clothing. I think that's one thing that millennials are doing now is, they want to do business with businesses that have hearts and everything you buy is an expression of who you are. So just giving people a vehicle to be really excited about Orlando and people who are doing cool stuff in it. Well, I think it's an opportunity too to support the artists themselves mm-hmm. too, Absolutely. right? Like it's not just about listening and it's not just about liking stuff on Instagram and Twitter and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's right. supporting them. Yeah. And so looking at it from a, uh, you know, supporting the organizations that you work with on, on the marketing side, mm-hmm. how did the idea of doing T-shirts and promotional items, because you do all the other stuff too, right, in terms of marketing and such. So where right. did T-shirts come up for you? Well, we had the full service agency, Go yep. Big Marketing, which helps people create their messages and reach our target audience. And then we were finding out that we were doing a lot of things for our clients and outsourcing them or quote unquote, brokering them, such as promotional products or company shirts or whatever they needed. And it became very difficult, always making sure they got the kind of service they deserved. So one day it dawned on me, I was like, well, why don't we just do this ourselves? And that's kind of how the business to business part started. So now we're able to really help people with another extension of their business. So whether it's business cards or shirts for their employees or hats or you know, gift to give one of their clients, we can help fill that need for them and always strive to give them great prices and exceptional service. Yeah. On the wholesale side, things can get a little complicated, like imprint sizes, um, the type of file you have to use. It's just a lot of attention to detail. Mm -hmm. And if you get anything wrong, you end up with something that you're not happy with or doesn't look very good. So we take the time to really make sure that we're getting our client what they want and they're getting exactly what they're paying for as well. So can you talk a little bit, I'm always curious about the technology. So growing up uh, in Daytona, uh, my family owned gift shops. Oh, okay. And so we would do the, the print. Uh, mm-hmm. So the, not the print, but the, uh, you know, the heat. No, no, no. The, uh, the heat exchange. Oh, transfer. Transfers. Transfers. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So you could pick from a wall. I want that one. Huh. And I'm sure the shirt lasted all of maybe six weeks you know, probably two washes or something like that. And we had, you know, somebody come in and do the spray and all the that airbrush. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. airbrush. Um, so what technology to, do you use and how do you usually describe that uh, to your clients? Well, we do 
we do two different types of apparel printing. And one of them is digital, which is what most of the Orlando shirts are printed on. And it's a digital direct-to-garment printing, which basically they Frankenstein a giant wide format paper printer and they made replace all the parts that would print on paper with t-shirt parts. So it's a company outside of Australia who created this this printer yeah i mean it's it's to me it's not even just a printer because it's pretty incredible to watch what it can do yeah but um so we have two different processes the digital printer is great for small runs there's no minimum and it's full color as well so say you had wow you that's the biggest part about screen printing that can be cumbersome is the setup fee for every single color in your design so if you are an artist like boy kong for example or andrew spear or you know someone who use who's very color heavy in their design if you did a screen print on something it can be very expensive and then it might not always translate as well because screen printing is more cmyk as opposed to rgb so and it's kind of layered up so yeah, you gotta be, yeah blocks of colors so you get right. a really bulky blocky print while the digital printer it uses all water-based ink and it's a streamlined process so you're you're getting a design that more sits inside of the shirt so it's more of a retail product and you can just do those on demand mm-hmm. right i and mean there's no setup fee so you just yeah. have to have the correct artwork and, right. it's, and it can take a picture and put it on a shirt just like if you would print on paper you can mm-hmm. print on a shirt it's kind of it's beautiful and amazing but it's also expensive. So getting people to understand that screen printing is been around for what thousands of years. Yeah, since and the, the plastisol ink is cheap and well, it's affordable and it's a great great if that's what you're doing. But if you want a, a custom shirt and you're using direct to garment, it, it costs a little more because we like to print on good quality shirts because it holds the ink better right, and it right, lasts right. longer. Well, so, if you don't want a bunch of inventory, too, if you don't want to print 144 because that's where the price break is and all of that stuff, that makes a lot of sense. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I love it. I think it's great. And we have a lot of fun with it. We, we learn something new all the time, which is interesting. Have you ever run a person through it, like wearing a shirt at the time? No, unfortunately, it's not big enough to do that. But yeah. there are ones called cornets that you can do that with. Neat. Mm-hmm. Yes, you got okay. 100 Gs to drop. You should get one. Uh, I think, I think that like experience is 250000 for a yeah. cornet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, that experience for is a pretty used interesting. One. Mm-hmm. It's not only a custom shirt, but it was printed on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like a tattoo. Yeah. yeah, 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 but easier on some level. Okay, so let's... We'll come back to that bad business idea later. Okay. Uh, but you mentioned there was another process in which you uh, do the shirts. So there's digital and, and screen printing, oh, which so is just traditional screen printing. Yeah, as well. which has been around forever. And we can yeah. do a lot of different things with screen printing. We can do discharge, we can do water based ink printing. We are foraying into silicone for athleisure wear. So it's just. It's screen printing has been around for a very, very long time while digital printing has only been around for the past 10 or 20 years. So screen printing has been much more perfected, but I think there's so much more room to grow with all the digital printing. So I'm really interested to see where that technology goes in the future. Mm -hmm. One thing that we can do that is unique and different in Orlando is our direct garment printer prints on dark shirts. Yeah, so we have a white ink system. We have a white ink system, which is a whole nother conversation, but it's, uh, it takes the ability to make your shirt really pop. And a lot of uh, direct-to-garment printers only want to print on white t-shirts because then they don't have to invest in the, in the white ink system. Right, the right, The white right. 
so white ink isn't technically an ink. It's actually a mineral compound. So it's extremely expensive. And if you don't have it filtered the right way and have it constantly running, it gets stagnant and then it just coagulates. It, it yeah. coagulates. So it's, it's our writing system, the printer that we have, it was, it was very expensive and it's, it's, it's very touchy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's just kind That's of That's a technical crazy. term. Yeah. Touchy. Yeah. 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 No, I could see that. Yeah. Particular. Difficult. Fun. Yeah. yeah. But well, I'm glad we did it. It was, there's, it's probably the first thing that really made me cry, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Never cried over a machine, but it did. It broke us a few times because it's not easy. Printing's not easy, but, um, it's beautiful, and I'm glad we're doing it. I'm glad we're doing dark shirts because everybody wants a black shirt or a dark shirt. With something on it. Yeah. 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 If there's one thing I've learned in the business of production, it's not a matter of if something's going to go wrong. It's a matter of when something is going to go wrong. Yeah. So managing people's expectations is part of our job. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about work, not relationships, right? Both. Yeah, I mean, both really, but <laughs> the relationships are work. It's right? all connected. Um, yeah, like we had a heat, one of our heat presses catch on fire one day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, bolts break, uh, electricity issues. Um, stuff gets clogged. Yeah, it's just pin size stuff. It's just a lot of stuff that goes into it that I never really understood, just working strictly on the marketing side. So this has been a whole new arena for me. Pantone matching, artwork. Yep, yep. Um, RGB versus CMYK, uh, the correct format on a file. I mean, it's just, it's a lot of things that I didn't know. So we were, um, incredibly blessed. We, we decided, Hey, you know what we really need is a graphic designer. We need somebody to come in here and help people make their ideas work. And so we hired an intern from UCF. His name is Matt. And the day he graduated, I'm like, oh, my God, you're we can never lose you. You are amazing. And Matt has just been a beautiful part of our team. He gets stuff done. He never complains. You tell him what to do. He creates it. I don't even know how he does it. He's a saint because he works in an office with three women on a regular basis. He got to imitate us the other day and like had a little meltdown, even fell on the floor. It was one of the best moments of my life. He made me laugh so hard. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, that's how ridiculous we are. Thank you, Matt. And he's so (laughs) calm. Nothing ever bothers him. So the key with that is to get them as interns and train them young. Mm -hmm. So they never know any better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't know what normal is. Right. This is his new normal. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh Get him young from UCF. Yep. That should be their tagline. Yeah. Get them right. young. Well, thank you for that. Let's play another song. We're going to play uh, These Days uh, by Ron Sexsmith. And then we'll come back with your pop culture and current event quiz. Awesome. I know you're super psyched about that. Ooh. Yeah. Game on. Yay. <laughs> All right. And you're listening to A Certain Degree on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. Ron Sexsmith on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. That was These Days. And These Days... The show is almost over. Wow, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> My name is Nick. You're listening to a certain degree. I'm here with Hannah and Sue for the very last time. And then they get to go out into the real world. Ew. And I'll be back next week with Mark Freed from Think Creative, as mm. a matter of fact. Uh, so let's go over and do a little pop culture and current event quiz. Are you ready? We're ready. Yes. As yeah. ready as you ever be? Yeah. Okay. Let me set a scene. 
Okay. Private school, Exeter, England. It's very warm over there. Pants only uniform policy. So several schoolboys decided they're going to protest that because they don't want to wear pants. What do they do? They wore skirts. Oh. Well, yes. A, they wore skirts to school. B, they started selling spritzer fans to other kids. Or C, two words, ice pants. Well, I know that they wore skirts because I saw a cute picture of them. Yep, they, but they did. Sh- but they should have had ice pants if they had that chance. If they had the chance. That's yeah. very surprising to me. I, I know my boyfriend is English and I got to go over to England over Christmas. And that is a very, very proper culture. It is. So men wearing men wearing skirts is boys. Taboo. Yep. Boys and in skirts. They, uh, the school did review their uniform policy and they will allow shorts uh, oh, next year. Way to go. Uh, Goop, which is a real company, is selling some pretty interesting things, included our wearable stickers. I don't know if you heard about this. Is that Gwyneth Paltrow's company? Yep. Yes, oh, God. Is. What do the stickers do, according to the website? A, they rebalance the energy frequency in our bodies. Now, these are stickers. Uh, B, <laughs> the glue pulls out dangerous flotsam and jetsam. Or C, each one has been kissed personally by Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm going with C, but I'm I'm pretty sure that she thinks the answer is A. Agreed. But, yeah. Yeah. No, it's A. They're called Body Vibe Stickers, uh, supposedly made with the same sort of stuff that comes in NASA uniforms or spacesuits. And or how at least mu- they claim that. How much are these? Because it's I Gwyneth. Didn't, I she, didn't even look. I'm saying thousands. NASA scientists have said this is all baloney, by the way. There's nothing in it that's NASA related. I'm sure people will buy it, though. That's the sad part. I'll just go get some scratch and they don't, they're not even scratch and sniff. Right. Right. Okay. So an accounting firm was commissioned to calculate the economic, social, and iconic value of a natural wonder. And they came up with a calculation of $56 billion. What was the natural wonder? Was it a, the great barrier reef off of the coast of Australia, uh, B the grand Canyon or C the okay mountain? I think the answer is B. Well, so far, all the answers have been A. Oh, I think you found my uh, system. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I so you're very observational. <laughs> I'm quick like that. <laughs> it is the Great Barrier Reef. Thank so you. So it was Deloitte who came up with the estimate. Uh, it, it ties to 64,000 direct and indirect jobs. Wow. It contributes $6.4 billion to the national economy each year. Uh, but what they're saying, the reason they did it and the reason they were commissioned to do it is because of all the issues. So... There's the coral bleaching. There, there's there's loss of the barrier reef. Uh, so if they don't do something to save it, there's going to be some issues there. Yeah, uh, we don't care enough about the actual reef to like you know fix it. But if it has some money attached to it, I <laughs> if you're going to hit people in their pocketbooks, then they might actually have a reaction. Yeah, sad but true. Yeah. Yep. It's very true. All right. So last question. This is a local one. The mascot games were this weekend here in Central Florida. Mm. Who won? Was it the mascot? Okay, I'm no. gonna I'm gonna switch it around. <laughs> I'm gonna switch it around. Was it A. Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> B. Rocky the Bull, or C. Stanley C. Panther? Oh, it's so easy. Stanley C. Panther. Totally Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> it was. She just she was covered in stickers and she won. Mm-hmm. She was mistaken for a mascot. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually kind of bummed to hear that a uh, Kingston from uh, Orlando City didn't take. Yeah, the I cup. don't know that what about he was Nitro? competing. Yeah, I don't know if he yeah, was competing Nitro. either. I know uh, Stuff was there, 
But Stanley C. Panther did win. He's the mascot for the Florida Panthers. Oh, okay. NHL team. So still local Okay. All right. So that's pretty much the show. Thank you so much, guys, for being here. Thank you for having us. And let's talk about some of the things that we want to talk about. So Orlando T T E E shirt.com. Yes. Is the big one you want to plug today? Yes. That is the site for all the Orlando tees. We have um, we have quite a few new collaborations that we're going to be dropping here over the next three or four weeks. So yeah, there's always something new uh, to look at. And different products we're launching all the time. Different artists, so it's not something you go to one time. You're like, ah, yeah, I like that. It's something you can come back every week, yeah. hopefully. So I think following you on Instagram is the best way to sort of see when the new stuff is coming out. Yeah. Our Instagram handle is at Orlando Shirts. Mm -hmm. Liv does an incredible job with that, and I can take no credit for it. All right. Well, you could Mm because she's not here. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but I would feel very guilty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's too bad. I don't have that problem. I'm going to go ahead and take (laughs) credit. Yeah, you do. We already talked about your guilt-ridden life. Oh, yeah. No, I have guilt for ridiculous things. Okay, good. That's true. I don't have guilt for taking credit from other people for their hard work. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds like most people I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm Greek in that way. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Anything else uh, you want to talk about or you want to call attention to? Uh, Yeah, we do a ton of wholesale work. That's really what pays for all the Orlando shirt stuff. So... If you have a business or a charity or a club an or event. a team or an event, please contact us about um, helping you with shirts or giveaways or merchandise. Um, at this point, I am the expert on low-cost merchandising, and I can be reached at Hannah, H-A-N-N-A-H, at GoBigMarketing.com, on our website, GoBigTees.com via Facebook, Hannah Zook, last name Zook, Z-U-K. So even if you just need an idea of what it would cost to get get yourself some shirts, I'd be happy mm-hmm. to talk to anybody about it. So please reach out. Okay. And I'll be working on some To Certain Degree shirts with you guys at some point as soon as awesome. I come up with the design. That would be really cool. I wanted to put my face on one, but that's probably not going to sell any. It might. And if you're an artist and you've always dreamed of having your own t-shirt line, but you don't know where to start, get in touch with me and can help you out with that too. So I guess, let me ask you this. What's the difference? So there's a lot of Zazzle and all those kinds mm-hmm. of places out there. They never struck me as sort of a lot of quality. Um, so what's the main difference you would say between what you guys do and what a, I could just go online and upload my design and be done with it. And they could put it on 1800 different things. Well, they're going to churn and burn you through a bunch of different products. And just because you can get your logo printed on a bunch of things doesn't mean you should. So I try to walk people through and like, look at their logo, look at their brand. What is it they're trying to accomplish and really sit down and talk to them about their overall goal with the product. And then the best and most cost effective way to do that. Zazzle is going to sell you the same thing over and over again. They're going to cookie cutter you a bunch of items while, I will sit down and take the time and, you know, make sure you get a high quality job. I can't tell you how many times people, especially people for an event that they have coming up, call me and they're say, I need something by Saturday because the thing I ordered online looks like crap when I got it. Yeah. And there's a fallacy that it's cheaper, quote unquote, if you go online and at at first it might seem cheaper cost per per unit. But then when you start factoring setup fees, and shipping and handling. Mm-hmm. Well, we can be most of those prices all day long. Okay. Good to know. Okay. So face shirts of mine will be coming out. Yes. Shortly. Underwear. 
Okay. Yeah. Ice pants. Ice pants. Yeah. That's what we're going with. And yeah. they're printed on the uh, on the back of ice pants. You'll have my face on the back of your ice pants. Or what if we did your face on a shirt, but your face had a bunch of face tattoos on it, and they're all to a certain degree. They all said that in different ways, shape, or form. I love it. All right, that's your new shirt. We're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so many good ideas today. I love it. If you missed any of the show, you can listen to it uh, later this week on To a Certain Degree. Hey, we had a blast. Thanks. You just want to get out of here because you're frozen. No. I, <laughs> no, I've got my ice pants on right now, it feels like. <laughs> yeah, we're testing We're testing ice pants down here in the studio. So I have been Nick. They have been uh, Hannah and Sue, and you will continue to be Hannah and Sue. Uh, listen up next week. Mark Freed from Think Creative will be here. And uh, happy 4th of July and all that. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. you. Really, really appreciate the invite. And we're going to leave it with the London Symphony Orchestra. Since we were talking about different colors and stuff, this is Painted Black, a cover of a band. You may have heard of these guys, the Rolling Stones. Have you heard of them? (laughs) No. Yeah. They're kind of new. You've been listening to A Certain Degree on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. And that's the show. Thanks for listening to A Certain Degree. If you'd like to learn more about Go Big Marketing... Go Big Tees, Orlando T-shirts, and Yogi Tees, and guess what? There are websites for that. GoBigMarketing.com, GoBigTees.com, OrlandoT-shirt.com, and MyYogiTees.com. Oof, a lot of websites. Oh, and here's one more, ToACertainDegree.com. That's T-O-A, CertainDegree.com. What that site lacks in shirts, it makes up for in lacking other things as well.